Welcome to True Hauntings and Scary Stories, where we alternate between spooky conversations and fictional scary stories. I'm your host, Cynthia Sear. You can reach me on Instagram at True Hauntings, Twitter at True Hauntings with a Z on the end, and my super fun Facebook group called True Hauntings. I'll put the link in the show notes. Check out some stories I haven't yet covered on this podcast, both fictional and true, on my blog, truehauntings.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hey guys, so we had the opportunity to review a new podcast and it's called Military True Crime Addict, hashtag sponsored. <laughs> and we both listened to um, their latest episode at the time, which was Payback from Hell. Brick, what do you think? You know, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole just podcast in general. I enjoyed the host. You know, he has a very like like speaking voice. You know, you notice that too. Yes, his girl. voice. I could just I could yes. listen to his voice just all day. Like he could really just talk about anything, and I would just listen to it. <laughs> yeah, just read the phone book to me, dude. Exactly. I yes. don't even know you from Adam, but that is a good podcasting voice if ever I heard one. But above that, his content yeah. was pretty awesome. It was awesome. What I liked about him was, like, his podcast was interesting, but he didn't have to, like, over-try, you know, to where it was annoying. You know, some podcasts, mm-hmm. they're just, like, overdoing it, and you're just like, I'm done with this. I can't even finish this episode, you know? Where yeah. his, you could sit there and just listen to it. It was just interesting, you know? And, like, he was doing enough, you know? Yeah, I liked it. I also liked that a few times during the episode, like he got a little spunky. Like he he said a few (laughs) cute little things. I thought it was hilarious. That made me giggle. Yes, I liked it too. (laughs) But the content was good. Like he really did his research. I feel like he had a lot of detail, probably more than you would get from just Googling it randomly or watching a news thing or something. He had some inside scoops in there that I thought were really cool. The story was super sad because it's, you know, a dad that loses his marbles. Yeah, the story was sad, (laughs) but but he definitely did his homework and presented it very well in doing his homework. Like he presented it in a very good way, even though it was a sad story. Mm -hmm. It was still interesting because of how he was saying it. Yeah, I know that we were sponsored to do this, But I can say in all honesty that this is a podcast that I actually subscribed to. I listened to more than just that episode, actually. We were paid to review it and and listen to an episode, but I listened to a couple (laughs) because I liked it that much. (laughs) Yeah. So he didn't just get, you know, a review. He got a couple new followers. So you guys check it out. (laughs) Military true crime addict. Basically, the whole thing of his podcast is that every one of the true crime stories has to do with a um, military person being involved. So like former military or current military or whatever. It always has that military um, connection in it. Mm -hmm. So if you're into military stuff, this is definitely up your alley for sure. You know what else I liked about it, too? I like that at the end of the show, he put the phone number for the abuse hotline. You know, I really appreciated that too. 
Yes, that is very important. Mm -hmm. I think if people hear his episode and they start connecting the dots for themselves, then he's given them a resource to use if they need it. Exactly. That's really important. Yeah. Yep. Two thumbs up for me. Yay. By you, Britt. Oh, yeah, definitely. And he's got a couple new followers. Yep. There you go. It's a (laughs) win-win situation. Yeah. So check it out and I'll put the link in the show notes. You can't let this one pass you by. It's a good one to go to. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, Brick, yes. we have done five bonus episodes already. We did, uh, well, Tina and I did the first one, and then I did one by myself. And then I think you and I have done the other three, and they're all available on Patreon. Yes, they are. For Five bucks a month. Yeah. And you can cancel that anytime you want to. You could pay the five bucks, watch the five episodes, and then cancel it. (laughs) You could do that. (laughs) I don't know why you would, because we post hilarious things all the time. So I'm just saying. It's such a good deal. But you could do that. Yeah. So our five episodes, the first one Tina and I did, it was about legends Um, really weird legends, like one for each state. We did the first five states, I think. And so that was that one. The second one I did by myself. And I think I talked about why I believe in ghosts, like some of my experiences in Nanny's house and just in general, why I believe in them, what I believe exactly, that kind of stuff. And then the third one you and I did together I want to say that was the one we did on weird things that people found inside walls of houses. Yeah. And then, oh, no, the fourth one. I don't remember what the other two were. Do you? Oh, yeah. One of them was my paranormal bucket list. That's exactly right. That was the fifth one. No, the fourth one was the paranormal bucket list. And then the fifth one was when I worked at a business that was haunted. That's right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. I talked all about the things that happened to other coworkers and the things that happened to me. Oh, yeah. That was spooky. Whew. <laughs> yeah. It was intense. I, it sure I don't was. do anything halfway. Mm-mm. Even when I get haunted, it's, it's full-blown. And that's the only place that you can listen to the bonus episodes, right? It's through Patreon? Yeah. Now, listen, though. The bonus episode three... The one where we talked about weird things that have been found in houses. Mm -hmm. That one is free. I actually posted that one in Patreon. I did a post um, with the link to that for free. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to pay a dime to listen to that episode. And that's amazing because that episode is hilarious. It sure is. (laughs) (laughs) We were super goofing off that day. So... (laughs) But, you know, when you're reading such a weird list, I think we did 15, 15 weird things that people found inside the walls of their old homes or whatever. There were some odd things on that list, yeah. too. Let me tell you. Yeah. So even if you don't want to do the monthly Patreon thing, you can still go to the Patreon link. It'll be in the show notes of this episode, all the episodes. And you can go there and just scroll down the screen until you see the post that says um, sneak peek. I think I called it sneak peek bonus episode three or something like that. And you just click the link and enjoy. I would say definitely do that. But oh, yeah. for today. You can't miss it. 
And we do two bonus episodes per month. Mm-hmm. So just throwing that out there. Oh, yeah. The minute our Patreon gets to 100 people, we're going to go into our Facebook account, our Facebook group, which if you're not in that, you should be because it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And the link will be in the show notes also. So we're going to go over to our Facebook group and do a post that says, hey, our Patreon just hit 100 people. The first person that comments on that on this post and says, pick me, that person is going to be a co-host with us for a whole episode. And we will talk about whatever you want. If you have ghost stories, we'll talk about that. If you want to uh, talk about a news article you saw or a legend in a specific state or whatever. Oh, yeah. We're, we're good for whatever. The ball is in your court. So today's episode, Brick. Yes. I saw a news article that said there are more hauntings being reported or there were more hauntings being reported during the COVID lockdown. <laughs> because people are in their homes way more and they are <laughs> realizing that they have ghosts. <laughs> wow. You know, that doesn't surprise me, though. Yeah. that That's happening. I mean, everyone wants to become internet famous nowadays, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a paranormal researcher that was being interviewed by a news station... And he said they must have not had much news that day. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> and he said um, he said that he's had way more um, people calling about their houses being haunted during the lockdown. So they were kind of talking about that. And he said that the things that are being reported are footsteps, knocks, voices in the TV. He had one person call and said that when their TV was on, like a scribble scrabble static channel or whatever, that they could hear voices coming out of it. That's like full on poltergeist movie right there. Time to throw the whole TV away. (laughs) Out on the curb. If your daughter's sitting in front of that TV and she suddenly turns around and goes, they're here. Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) You need to bolt. (laughs) Gotta go. (laughs) And then somebody said, actually, he said several people reported getting text messages from passed away loved ones. Huh. That is both cool and also very perplexing. I'm curious as to what those text messages are saying. Yeah. Hmm. Like you left the stove on? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to get groceries on your way home. (laughs) I would feel like someone's pranking me or something. You know? Yeah, that... I mean, I've heard of that happening before. And I've also heard of... 911 calls that come from locations with no phone where somebody was murdered or died like years before. And then the the 911 operators keep getting phone calls from that location. I've I've heard of that before. Oh my goodness gracious. Mhm. So I don't know. People are getting more haunted now or they were. I guess we're not really in lockdown anymore. Maybe they're getting more haunted. Maybe everyone's just getting a little paranoid, going a little stir crazy. Being yeah, we're bored. <laughs> we're bored. Maybe people are just bored and they're like, wait, what was that? <laughs> or, you know, they're busting out that Ouija board. You know, those people are home. They're getting bored. Bringing out the Ouija board. Oh, yeah. And I bet they didn't say goodbye at the end. Oh, 
you know, you're supposed to say goodbye. That's why there's a goodbye on the board in order to like close the door or portal or I don't know, whatever it is that allows them in. You have to tell them goodbye so that they leave. Otherwise, they are still there. You put the board away and they're still there. Like, um, okay, I guess I'm here now. (laughs) That is so weird. So saying goodbye is just like the end of the conversation and the ghost just leaves. Yeah, I question that. I question that a little bit. I question that hardcore. I don't think the Ouija board is like a magical, powerful thing per se. I think it's the fact that you're sitting down and calling something to come to you. I don't think it's the board itself that's doing anything. I think it's the people sitting around talking to it and telling it to come here and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know how a piece of wood or whatever those things are made out of can attract spirits like that, though. Yeah. That's weird. I, I haven't done much research on those boards either, though. Shoot, last time we talked about it, I called them by the wrong name, so... <laughs> <laughs> Got it a, a Uji board. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, I don't know much about them, but <laughs> that's it. You're definitely fired. <laughs> you can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Maybe people are sitting around their houses playing with Uja boards. <laughs> Or whatever. Uh, oh, also, here's another thing. There's been an increase in UFO reports. Oh, goodness. <laughs> That's a whole nother can of worms. <laughs> and and the <laughs> idea is that maybe people have more time on their hands, so they're actually going outside and looking up at the stars. <laughs> is that what it takes to get us to get away from... Our electronics and all of our appointments and stuff. We have to be on lockdown. I guess so. Then we're all going to go look at the sky and be like, there's a UFO. There's one right there. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's too much. Oh, my goodness. I will say that I, that we had some haunting stuff happen in our house last year in 2020. But in my defense, it actually started in February. And the shutdown in my area didn't start, I think, March 13th, it was announced that there would be a lockdown. So my haunting started before the lockdown. So it clearly wasn't because I was bored. Your haunting started (laughs) when you were a little girl. Let's get that straight. That's fair. You've been doomed from the beginning. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Can't can't really argue with that too much. Uh, Yeah. I do think it's kind of funny you remember the exact date that your state went on lockdown. Well, I do because I was doing in-home childcare at the time, and it was on the 13th. That's right. I forgot. It was a Friday 13th. (laughs) That's why I remember. (laughs) What's so funny? I just love Friday the 13th and that figures because I'm creepy and weird and I like all those strange things. You would like that day. (laughs) My husband's birthday is on the 13th and sometimes it falls on a Friday. That doesn't surprise me with that wacko. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm going to tell him you said that. (laughs) Bring him in here. I'll tell him myself. Put him in the background. Okay. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. I'm still trying to talk him into doing an episode with me about that um, bed and breakfast. I I tricked him into staying in. Yes. The haunted bed and breakfast. He would be so awkward. <laughs> he would. Oh my goodness. But it's such a good story and it would be so great to get his perspective on it, you know? You would have to do like a video of that one because his face is always just like... <laughs> It's audio brick. They can't see you. I know. <laughs> she made a plain face. <laughs> that would so in February funny. last year, what happened was I've talked about it before, I think. But um, first I was hearing like whispers and things and it was a little weird, but I didn't pay much attention to that. Then the first big thing that happened was that voice that my husband heard. <laughs> Because <laughs> that was loud in his ear, and he was fully convinced that it was our middle son. He said it sounded mm-hmm. just like his voice, and it said, I'm right here, right behind Ooh. his head. And he came busting upstairs. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that spooked him. Freaking out about it. That's the first time that's ever happened to him before. Yeah. So I was thrilled. You're rubbing <laughs> off on him. I was ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, yes, finally. <laughs> Take me to the spot. I got to go see. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I knew I it. <laughs> I made him show me where it was. And I like stood there for a while and oh, waited to see gosh. if something would happen. <laughs> I can't help myself. I caramba. Uh, <laughs> and then after that, ooh, after that, I used my phone. I hit record on my phone when I went to sleep one night because I was, I felt like I was feeling weird at nighttime and I was seeing like shadows and things. So I hit record on my phone and I went to bed and I totally got several EVPs that night during the night. I haven't posted any of those yet, but I need to because Ooh, those are amazing. I want to do that. One of them said my name. <gasps> uh, oh, mm. yeah. It was like a really quick Cindy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, snap. That's my name. <laughs> say my so name, after say I my did my that name. recording, yes, girl, <laughs> say my name, say my name. <laughs> so um, after that, I went out and got a bunch of crystals. <laughs> I put them all over the house. Yeah. Oh, and then I saw the little boy in my living room. That was legit. I was walking through my house, out through the kitchen into the living room. And right as I turned that corner and, took a step or two into the living room, I clearly saw a little boy with brown hair and white skin. And he had like blue jeans and a dark red shirt on that went like a long sleeve shirt. And he was facing away from me. So I don't know what his face looked like, but he was looking at a Christmas tree. We had a felt one that was on the wall for kids to play with. He was looking at that. He was facing it anyway. And I saw him for just a moment, like a flash of him. And I was like, oh, okay. That happened in my living room. Oh my gosh. That's scary. So, well, you know, I I thought it was awesome, but. Oh, yeah. A normal person. (laughs) A normal person would be planning to sell their home at that point. Oh, my goodness. But I was like, yes. (laughs) There's a ghost in my living room. Oh, but it's a little boy. That means he died when he was little, and that makes me sad. Yes. Well, maybe. I don't know. I had a guest on the show who said that if you pass away, he's a spiritual medium, right? 
So he said that, let me get this right, that if you pass away, if you're 30 years old or younger, that you come back and live the life again. So you can come back as a baby or a child or something. But if you pass away over the age of 30, then you don't think. Anyway, listen to that episode, Lucy. (laughs) But um, yeah, so maybe they were not a kid. I don't know. The big question is, why were they in my house? So his theory on that too was, and I've always said this, I kind of attract things like that. Mm -hmm. So maybe he was passing by and he found me, you know? So yeah, that's sad. That's sweet though. I mean, you're just looking at your Christmas tree. Kids like Christmas trees. Yeah. Well, it was a kid's toy. It was like a felt Christmas tree, a really big one that kids can put little felt ornaments on. They stick mm-hmm. to it. And I I use it. I used it to keep the childcare kids away from my real tree. <laughs> I would let them decorate that one all they want with all the felt ornaments and stuff. Yeah. And then that way they wouldn't mess with the real one. It worked pretty good. Hey, as long but. as your tree, your real tree didn't fall down on anyone, it's all that matters. Yeah. But, you know, still to this day, my kids often will be like, did somebody call me? And we're like, no. It happens so much now that we don't really pay much attention to it anymore. Oh, really? But my kids often, at least a couple times a week, they, they'll yell out thinking that we called them when we oh, didn't. Oh, my goodness. And there have been a few times probably once a month or so that my husband and I will hear one of our kids call us and it's in their voice. And we'll say, what do you need? We'll go to them and they'll say, Oh, I didn't call you. That happened maybe a month ago. It sounded like my youngest son's voice called me mom like that. And my husband and I were standing together in the kitchen. We both heard it. We both thought he called me and I said, what do you need? He didn't answer. I went to the room that he was in and he said he didn't call me. And I went back and told my husband, uh, he said he didn't call us. And my husband went, wow, that was loud. Man. <laughs> like we That's both creepy. heard that. I'm glad, I'm glad out of all the sisters, you got that. <laughs> I, if I had to guess, I'd say it came from my nanny. Yeah. Because she had weird stuff happen to her, too, sometimes. Mm-hmm. She told me about it. So, like, when she was writing the book about her house, she said that every morning at 3 a.m., she would wake up with the urge to write, and she wouldn't be able to go back to sleep until she wrote some of the book. And then as soon as the book was completed, she never, ever again woke up at 3 a.m. wanting to write. Oh, wow. Hmm. She, she always said that she felt like the lady of the house kind of guided her and what to write and kept her writing until it was finished. Almost like they needed to tell their story, you know? Yeah. They need to get their voices heard. I think that might be how it is with spirits. Maybe they just really want to be heard. Maybe they passed away before they could say things, or maybe they want you to know that they are still around. Yeah. We can't see them, but they can see us. Spooky. (laughs) Well, that's what I wanted to talk about today. I thought it was really interesting that people started noticing their houses were haunted when they were forced to stay in them. (laughs) 
during the lockdown. <laughs> so, yeah, it was interesting. That's for sure. Spooky lockdown. Getting text messages from dead people. That's always something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I'd be blown away. I mean, I've had a lot of things happen to me, but if somebody I knew that died texted me out of the blue, that would be, well, my first thought would be, okay, somebody new has this phone number maybe, or I don't know, mm-hmm. something. I don't know how that works, but yeah, yeah that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's, of course, you know me. I would love that. That would be cool. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up today and we will catch you guys in the next one. See ya. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's show. We at True Hauntings and Scary Stories always want to provide a great listening experience and some good entertainment. If you have any comments or suggestions, you can always email me at Cynthia at TrueHauntings.com. Visit Patreon.com slash TrueHauntings to find bonus episodes and other goodies to choose from. Thank you for listening, and we'll spook you next week.